And welcome to the Confound Millennial, starring Kevin, Seth, and Ben of We Demand Parachutes. What is up, everybody? What's going on? Hello, hello. It has been a while since I had a podcast this crowded. I love it. (laughs) Nice. So, who wants to go first in telling us uh, the first part of our biggest question? Who the hell are you guys? Ooh, all right, I can take that one. Sounds Uh like one I can knock out of the park. Uh, we are We Demand Parachutes. Uh, we're a band from New England. Uh, we formed back when I was still in the military and, you know, had had to look for a creative outlet and was deployed and started sending ideas back and forth to these guys. We've been friends our whole life. And uh, ever since then, we just kind of got together and decided to make it a thing. And uh, we've been working on it ever since and got some new stuff coming out. We're very excited about. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it, too. I just um, I'd like to. Listen, I like to cut it close when I'm uh, doing an episode. I like to do my study in the day of. Some people call that unprofessional. I call it. I'm not going to forget it a week before. Uh, but either way, I just uh, got done listening to your new single coming out. And let me tell you, I love it. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, the first lyrics of it just had me immediately. The first three words or so, just I'm like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> this is how we're doing it. Yeah, we're coming pretty hot with this one, coming pretty hot. <laughs> but so, uh, how long have you guys? You might have already said this, but I blacked out for a second. How long have you guys been a band? So, um, we actually started kind of sending ideas back and forth way back in like. 2016 um, 20, 2015 was the first 2015 demos. first yeah. demos 2016 starting to talk about it we really like got together for the first time to rehearse and play and think that this was a thing in uh, the late 2016 or early 2017 and our first release came out in 2019 nice and uh you know, one thing that I keep thinking about I want to get this out of the way real quick it's not really music related but Kevin, why ain't you got no facial hair going? Ben's got a mustache of the god, <laughs> beard that makes Zeus himself cry. What's going on here? I guess I got to get working on that. It's funny, man, Ben. Can, it's it, what you got? Man, Kevin grows a good beard too, just like a little, a little love and affection, and that thing could be looking, could be looking lovely. Oh yeah, I don't get it, man. Like Ben, you you remember like when? when Kevin decided to not shave during the first part of quarantine, like mind you, this, Kevin's not a guy who goes to the barber to get his beard done. Like me, man, he just decided he wasn't going to shave for a while. So he just, oh, grew yeah. that, he grew that thing out. And it was nasty. It was good. That's true. <laughs> hey, I, I, it, I didn't have the, the stash for a while. It took me a while and it's the only thing I can grow. So, uh, you know, quarantine happened and we had to do it. And, and let me tell you for, for our fans at home, it makes a great place to sit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> It does. <laughs> I don't know. I don't recommend that. <laughs> can't, en- can't endorse that. At least make him put the cigarette out first. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dice roll. 
I know he did a switcheroo, but he it had the cigarette in one hand over here, went down and pulled up, and it was over there. I'm like, is he smoking too? Dual? You dual never know. Here? You never know. Dual wield. He's an illusionist. He went to magic camp. Okay. So, you guys' songs, what inspires it? It sounds... I don't know. It sounds nice, mellow, happy, but it's depressing as shit, and I love it. <laughs> I think um, we kind of take like a groupthink approach to like lyrics and song concepts. Where, um, like, sometimes I'll write a song that's like very personal to me. Um, like Upstate, for example, is a song that's like really about me and a friend I have and a, and a friendship that kind of um, you know ended. And then other songs, uh, like 151, for example, is kind of this song about, you know, dealing with crazy women in your life. And I definitely drew a lot of inspiration from my man, Seth, and my man, Ben, and, uh, you know, myself in the past. And, uh, you know, we kind of try to just put stories together and, and, and put stories together that people can relate to, whether that comes from the heart or we're kind of portraying a character. Um, but Lost Your Mind, like, we just decided to get crazy with it. Um, and when it comes out, when you guys hear it, like, you'll understand, like, this is uh, this is us just, you know being exaggerated and going to the max and we love it. Yeah. And one fifty one and uh lost her mind are definitely tied for my two. Nah. One fifty one is my second favorite. Lost her mind is my favorite. It's going to be y'all's favorite when it comes out. It's just, it's great. Cheers, man. I yeah, appreciate we're, that. We're really excited about it and we got some uh, fun things in store too, videos and everything. So it's going to be great. Lost Her Mind was actually, it was the first song we ever, we ever wrote together. Like it was the first thing we ever made and we've been sitting on it for a while. And like, we're finally ready to, to put it out. Yeah. It's out in the background for a while. I'll say too, like, Olivia, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say like Olivia for us, uh, who is our collaborator on the song she does this great verse and uh she was a huge motivation to bring it back like we loved the song for a long time uh but we felt like it wasn't quite up to par with like our other stuff so we really had to go back into the rewrite phase and like we were like we need another interpretation of these crazy lyrics we need another perspective um so we got olivia and she heard the song she was super happy to collaborate and uh it became so much better once we heard her verse and uh we decided to finish it so a lot of emphasis on her work in this too and I just wanted to let you guys know, I just got the okay on this. The song is out already, actually. It came out yesterday. We uh, This episode is airing the day after it came out. Hell yeah. All right. That's awesome. So yeah, go check it out. Stream, 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 baby. Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Add it to your playlists, add it to your other playlist, steal your mom's phone, add it to her play. Maybe not that one. <laughs> no, do, do that. No, do that. Her do that. <laughs> steal all your friend's devices, put it on a loop, leave it there. Oh, yeah. Sounds right. That's what you should do. If you want to support We Demand Parachutes, that's what you should do. Speaking of support. How do we support you guys in these times of COVID where we can't go out and buy a ticket to see you? Yeah, it's a great question. Great question. Um, go ahead, Benny. The, yeah, so one of the ways you can support us, obviously, is uh, just, you know, following us, you know, social media, um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. 
you know, checking out the new song. Uh, we also on our Spotify, you can, uh, you know, support us through a, a donation link on there as well. Um, and then, you know, coming up soon, we're going to be playing uh, some shows out in, uh, in August and we're, we're booking through the summer. So uh, can't wait to see everybody out there. Ben also accepts cartons of cigarettes and seamless orders. If you want, to send, if you want to send him a Domino's pizza and a, and a pack of Camel filters, he'll be a real happy guy. You know, I had some Diet Coke. And a, yes, and a pallet of Diet Coke. <laughs> we, uh, we were actually talking about it before we started. I have this little uh, screen that I've never shown the fans, but it says uh, the show will begin soon. Steven's waiting or smoking one last cigarette like the inconsiderate bastard that he is. And uh, Kevin it. was like, that's definitely Ben. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's, yeah, kindred spirits here, I think. But that's how this podcast runs. It runs off of caffeine, nicotine, and Coke Zero. Love it. Love it. <laughs> that's how this band runs. That's pretty much, I pretty much how this band oh, runs, yeah. too. <laughs> You're like in good company. On that here. But so... um. The song came out yesterday, June fourth, and we're uh, loving it. It we're going to have a clip of it at the end of the show. But what are the plans going forward after this? Other so, than touring. So yeah, absolutely. We've actually got a couple things up our sleeve that we have yet to tell you, but we can say that um, actually a week from today, a week from um, when the single comes out, we're dropping the video and the video is absolutely wild. Like as crazy as the lyrics are in this song, you can just imagine this video is insane and uh, it's gonna be awesome. We've got shows uh, starting to line up all summer long and we've got a number of releases in the pipe. So um, we are continuing to stay busy, continuing to work. Um, we really took COVID as an opportunity to kind of lean forward on a bunch of creative projects. So like we are just, excited to get back in front of people and, and get back to doing what we love. And that's one thing that, you know, I try not to mention as much anymore, but damn it, COVID was just a whole thing you can't avoid. So what were you guys doing other than busting your asses on music during COVID? Drinking a lot. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of planning, strategizing. Um, I mean, honestly, when it first started, like, like everyone with the sudden shutdown, um, we were, you know, it was tough. We had some opportunities, uh, to play some bigger shows, um, and to work with some producers and they kind of, everything got put on hold a little bit. Um, but again, like a lot of people had it way worse than us. So like our hearts go out to, you know, everyone affected and, um, we're just excited to be on the other side of that and thinking positively and, and pushing forward. Um, but I mean, we, we really did kind of lean into like, let's reflect and use this as a time that, you know, we can pivot and start thinking outside the box and get ready for when it's over and when everything comes back online. Cause, um, you know, we took that time to, to kind of work on our craft and work on our stage performance. And after quarantining for as long as, as was effective and safe, you know, we got together and we're writing and recording and, um, we actually only played three total live shows before COVID. So it was kind of like we were starting to like be on this climb and then COVID happened. We got all depressed and it was like, no, like let's release music. Let's write music. Let's talk about this. And um, people saw it and we had a jump in Spotify listeners. We had a jump in YouTube followers and, and across all of our socials. And, you know, it just kind of gave us that positivity that like, 
the music fans are still out there and everybody's waiting for this to come back. So at the end of the day, we only feel positive about it. Yeah, we, we also, we worked really hard to be able to just like continue to get together, continue to work, to continue, you know, just like try to keep pushing things forward as much as we could. Like for no other, like if, for no other reason than like we needed something to do. Like we were all just like, we're doing, like we're all just doing nothing. And so it's like, all right, like if we're going to be doing nothing, like we might as well be getting together and staying creative and staying busy. Exactly. It's uh, that, you know, the quarantining it, you know, uh, it was horrible, but you can tell the bands and even the podcasters and just the people, uh, people of, you know, artistic inclination that uh, used it to their advantage. And they're all coming out with new stuff this time of year now that's just absolutely blowing me away that's awesome yeah definitely one of the bands that you can tell you were working thank you yeah we appreciate that stay hungry that's our motto always (laughs) and i'm always hungry man i need to stop oh wait we talking about something else never mind That was my thing. I gained like a hundred pounds during quarantine. I did not like it. <laughs> hey, we're all about food too. Like we love those late night eats. You can go work all day in the studio recording stuff and then go out and get a burrito at one in the morning. Like that's our vibe. hundred percent. We also plan all, day, our, all night. We plan our entire morning around when we're going to Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast. Gosh. But so, um, Another thing about this podcast is if you can't tell from behind me, we're usually a nerd-oriented one, but for some reason I've been interviewing a lot of bands lately. It doesn't really make sense, but oh well. So who is the resident nerd of the band? And why is it Ben? Because it looks like Ben. (laughs) I think it's a a toss-up, Ben and me. I love it. Yeah. I, so like right now I've spent all day, I just got, I just got a new laptop, but you know, Apple is like, you know, changes everything and now the new operating system doesn't work. It did. So I got to, you know, I've been figuring that out and, you know, getting everything ready, um, you know, for the, for the single to release. So yeah, uh, it's definitely probably a tie between me and Seth. Um, you know, both of us are, are audio engineers by trade. So, um, you know, we're, we're always troubleshooting things and trying to figure out solutions every day. Yeah. I would say too, like the nerdiest thing we do as a band is our fascination with old video games. For some reason we like, don't like a video game that has come out in the last decade. And we are constantly playing like call of duty zombies for Mac and just like lagging and crashing. But that's from like 2006 (laughs) from 2006. That's, That's our team building right there. And and the boys will will attest to this as well. Do not step to me in Diddy Kong racing from N sixty four. Do not step to your boy. He's terrible <laughs> at every other video game, but yeah, can confirm. That. However, Diddy Kong racing will will light your ass up. <laughs> you talk about old video games. I don't have anything within grasp, but I'm in a room full of old gaming memorabilia that's not even mine. I so love my that. cousin got a power. That old NES zapper got all of that going on. Right on. I see some Star Wars stuff. 
See a oh, fish yeah. tank too. That's cool. What I love the most about this fish tank, you know, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast is why I am. I got a sticker there that says uh, parental advisory, explicit content. You know, awesome. I just never know what the fish might be up to. Maybe they maybe they cussing a little bit. Maybe they dropping the F-bomb. Who knows? Maybe they just getting know. it on there. Looks like an album that my parents wouldn't let me buy as a kid, and I would have to get it from them. Oh, yeah. So Back in the LimeWire days. Oh, yeah. Speaking of music as a kid, what kind of music brought you guys to the point where you are today? Oh, man. Um, I mean, so we grew up playing in like the same, the same like punk and pop punk and hardcore scene back in Maine. Right. And so like, you know, we were like 13, 14, 15, you know, playing in local bands, playing local shows. And like, you know, I knew these guys, like I knew the first show we ever played together. We weren't, we weren't even playing in the same band. I was playing in, in a band and we threw a, we threw a, a party at a kid's house and put like three or four bands on in his living room. Shout out Max Carpenter, Max Carpenter's living room, opening up mosh pits in the living room. Yep. Uh, I think my band played first. I think an, iter- like, uh, an early iteration of their band played second and then our buddy, our buddy's band played third. Um, and like, I remember, I remember some kid like got elbowed into the fireplace and like rocked his head on a stone fireplace and mm-hmm. got like taken to the hospital and the parents didn't shut the show down. The parents were just like, all right, well, we'll, we'll take him out. We'll take, we'll take the kid and get his head tuned up, but you guys keep playing. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, we like kind of just like kept it going from there. And then eventually we were, you know, we always were like doing stuff together, you know, like our band opens for their band, their band opens for our band. We like eventually were like, Hey, like, well, like make some stuff together, you know, like maybe like, you know, maybe we should join forces and do something cool. Um, and so like, that's, that was kind of the, like, it's, that was kind of the origin, right? It's just like that, like the early 2000s, like pop punk and, and hardcore and stuff like that, you know, your, your quintessential, your kind of quintessential sound from then, you know, like the Taking Back Sundays and uh, Angels and Airwaves and, um, you know, different bands like that. But like, you know, we also had like an awesome local scene back in Portland, Maine, which we didn't realize how good we had it either. You know, like we didn't realize how cool it was at that oh, point, but those bands like, uh, it was like Sparks the Rescue and like um, like the Cambiata and um, uh, Killing Moon. Help me out, guys. Yeah. Yeah, the Killing Moon, like Sparks, um, Cambiata. Oh, oh great. Tons of tons of beat, Arms Against the Sea, tons of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, we're just, we're, <laughs> we're You could go to like, bands. oh, yeah, these are, these are old bands. But like, the greatest thing, though, is like you could like, pretty reliably go out uh, in, to like any of these like DIY venues on like Thursday, Friday or Saturday and see like an objectively good show. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and that's like, it's kind of how we, how we came up. I don't think, like I said, we didn't realize how good we had it back then, but like, that was like, that was a pretty cool moment. It was. Yeah. And we got lucky yeah. a lot too. Like, we'd be like loading full stacks and stuff into these bars and these basements and stuff. And like bands like our last night and like Mayday parade and forever the sickest kids would like roll through. And if we were, we were just there every weekend, you know, half the time we'd be like, can we get on this bill? And we managed to open for some like really awesome bands. So it was like 
Oh, you know, we were great way out kicking coverage back in that day. Somehow we were somehow we were convincing people to let us like roll up to these to these like you know national touring artist shows and just be like, hey, can we jump on in front for the for like fifteen? <laughs> Funny you mentioned Mayday Parade. They were actually the first legit concert I ever went to. Great band, great sound. Oh, yeah. oh classic awesome. drum sound. Yeah, Ben's, I, uh, Ben's a big fan of theirs. Oh yeah, I had an old girlfriend of mine drag me to it, and just the you know I I wasn't a Mayday Parade fan at the time. I honestly hadn't heard of them at the time, but just the people having emotional breakdowns in the audience, it was powerful. Oh yeah, no uh, stuff. Yeah, they're 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 great. There's one dude, I'll, I'll stop talking about it in a second, but I just got to mention there was this one dude I, I'll never forget. He was standing there, standing tall, had his girlfriend around one arm. On the other arm, he had his buddy. And his buddy was a fucking mess. He was violently, like, seizure crying. And this man was just standing Shit. in the middle, just holding his girl, holding his bud. Just being yeah, just just in the just in the club feeling feelings. Just in the club feeling feelings. Oh boy. In the club. Yep. <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. You've got a grown man crying and another man consoling him. And uh the the female in this situation is pretty much irrelevant at this point. <laughs> but you know, uh that was that was at the masquerade in Atlanta. You guys are talking about, you know, all the uh shows and stuff you guys got to be a part of and see growing up i had to drive two or three hours to get to a show when i was growing up so you guys had it real lucky yeah we were super super lucky uh where we grew up just you know as seth said um you know any you can go out even now the the music scene up there is just is phenomenal you can go out pretty much any night of the week and see a, a phenomenal band um and and do it for a month and not see the same one twice i think too like a lot of like um bands that are smart or agents that are smart will like add maine as a last leg to a tour they're going up the east coast and it's like man we don't really need to go further north than boston do we but you know everybody's so appreciative for them to come up there and like hit portland that like it just goes off and ends up being like one of the best nights of a lot of people's tours and there's a ton of great venues up there too and they keep building them too you know, there's that new one, the uh, you know, Rock Row and Thompson's Point, everything. Well, guys, we've uh, talked about you guys growing up. We've talked about uh, who you've played with in the past. Who is, for each of you, one band that you'd give your left nut to play with? Oh, boy. I would... I would love to to share a stage with the Killers. That would that would really make that would really yeah that would that would really make my whole my whole shit worth it. I gotta say Don Broco. I'm a huge Don Broco fan. I think they're just so original. Um, I think they're hysterical. Don Broco, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I'd throw it back. Blink One Eighty Two. You know, that's who kind of we grew up with. I'd love to, uh, you know, just even sit behind Travis Barker's kit would be would be awesome for me. 
you'd love the guy I live with. He listens to Blink 182 like it's still back in the day, every single day. And I'm like, you going to listen to any new music? And he's like, no, never. You got to tell it. him about Weed Man Parachutes. He'd probably like us. Definitely already did, and he does. Yeah. You know, for the guy that uh, is supposed to be the technology-oriented guy, I was also the one that came out here with apparently a half-charged computer that's now dying. So I'm going to go grab a charger, and uh, hopefully it doesn't die midstream. Ben loses his title as as resident. Title lost. Revoked. Fully revoked. Get it together, please. The title of the confound millennial. The uh, (laughs) this show (laughs) is all about being a millennial. That's not good at being a millennial. Not good at technology. I used to have no idea what I was doing, but I've learned like a trained monkey every step along the way. Man, I was I was really hoping that Ben was going to stand up and we were going to find that he was fully Pooh Bear in it. I was hoping that we were going to see that he just like wasn't wasn't wearing any pants, no pants, no draws, just out just outside of back, ripping sick with a shirt on. <laughs> Highly still likely, exactly, incredibly possible. Full Pooh Bear, full Pooh Bear. Uh, so, oh my, oh my. He's got so, uh, oh, wait, he's back. I see signs of life. There we go. I am back. Uh, ben, okay. so we're, we're, we're taking bets on whether or not you're wearing pants. Are you too bad? I, uh, oh, I heard that in my AirPods. I almost decided to come back pantless, but I thought that might be a little too much. <laughs> I thought you guys might not appreciate that. I don't think any of them. The people viewing would appreciate that in the slightest. Yeah, nobody wants to see those pasty thighs. Nah, no. Nah. No carton white. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I hate to say it for uh Ben just running in and getting his laptop charger, but we are nearing the end of our time here. So since That's we've good. got three of us, I will uh or three extras. I don't know how to count, obviously. Um, in order from Kevin, Ben to Seth, let's get some last words out of you guys to the fans. want to just say thank you guys for watching and supporting uh, local music, for supporting podcasts and um, hearing about the music. We've got a great video coming out next week for Lost Her Mind. If you haven't streamed it, please stream it 10, 20, 30 times. We love that. And uh, once again, just thank you. Yeah, I'm just gonna echo that. Um, you know, we, as as Kev said, we got a great video coming out. We want to just thank everybody that's kind of been a part of this release. You know, all the video producers, um, you know, director, cinematographers, photographers, everything. We got a great team behind us, and uh, we wouldn't be able to do what what we do without them. So we want to shout out them as well. Yes, we have, we have lots of fun stuff coming up. So, like, gotta do like. You know, a big shout out to everybody who's helped us out. Uh, you know, big shout out to Mike O'Donnell. Big shout out to Carl from uh, from everyone and and this Bound by Sound festival that just happened. Uh, you know, follow us on all the socials. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Christian Mingle, J Date, Farmers Only. 
I knew those were coming. I couldn't even hold back the smile because you always got to feel it. Always. got to always toss those in. Stream yeah. lost your mind. Thank I mean, you so much. Yes, and, thank uh, you. YouTube and Spotify links below. Make sure to check them out. Make sure to stream. And here's a little uh, snippet from that new single, Lost Your Mind. Oh, wait. I almost forgot my outro. And this has been the Confound Millennial starring Steven Sturvin Michaels featuring Kevin, Seth, and Ben from We Demand Parachute. I had a girl and she died. She couldn't stand me and took a high tide. Told all my friends that she lost her mind. Just another one along for the ride. Oh. Shoulders